Welcome back to For Folk's Sake. I'm Paige. In this episode, we are talking to Jason, the founder and co-owner of Sway Candles. Jason started a sustainably sourced candle company with his now wife, April, and I just, I absolutely love their mission. Like the fact that 75, 75% of their ingredients are sourced right here in Washington state. I love that. I am so excited to have Jason on the podcast. The first time I saw him, I was at a market event run by Bridget. Do you guys remember Bridget from episode 14? She's just the best. Saw him and I saw his candles. And when you look at his Instagram, I'm going to link it in the bio. You'll just understand there's a certain energy almost. I know that sounds kind of hippy dippy of me to say, but there's like definitely like a good positive energy around it. And I immediately had all these questions I wanted to ask him. Like, how do you even come up with scents for candles? What does the candle making process even look like? Jason just had a new baby girl. He works full time and he has sway candles. So I'm just very appreciative of his time. And it's always so awesome talking to others who are truly passionate about their craft and their missions. So I'm just going to stop rambling and let you guys enjoy episode 26 with Jason. How'd you meet your wife? Well, she... It was through a mutual friend. Um, we, I was a, uh, <laughs> I, I was wild back then. Like in the twenties, I partied a lot, and um, through through a mutual friend, um, I, I was like partying with her friends at, at uh, one of my best friends' bars, and um, we were just blacking out with a bunch of bunch of other friends, and then, um, and one day I asked one of them, one of the friend, her friends, that if they want to go uh, camping in the snow. And I mean, not not a lot of people are about that. You know? No. So, so yeah, I asked, and she's like, "Yeah, can I bring my friend uh, April?" I was like, "Sure." I, I'm kind of surprised, like, but okay. So we we went camping in the snow, and this was in Big Bear, California, and um, yeah, it was it was a good time, and that's when I got to know her a little bit better, and we we were friends for over a year before we yeah before we had any like started more start dating right so it was um it was kind of a key foundation really in our now marriage right because we got to know each other as friends right having that friendship base in a relationship i think makes like all the difference because you're not gonna always feel like oh my god like so infatuated but if you have a strong friendship to fall back on yeah makes things a lot easier it was quite interesting because, like, she saw me at my worst. Like, it was because it was like that. And and I see this in, in a lot of veterans, too. Um, just like you, 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 you finish your service, right? And you get out. And there's that there's that three to five year window where life just seems really um, different. Like, it, it was challenging for me because you go from you go from like 110 miles an hour so all of a sudden you wake up one day, like you have no purpose. Right. I had like, it, it was just so weird. Like you get your DD-214, right? And you wake up next the next day. It was just kind of like, huh, there's nothing going on. I don't need to go do anything. No one's telling me that I need um, to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was just, you don't, you don't get that sense of purpose anymore. So then I bounce around a lot of, um, just a lot of, uh, odd jobs because like i think i think i was also trying to find myself again at the yeah. same time and it, it got to a point where it was just like man i it was so crazy because i couldn't even get a call back from like target or walmart 
And really? Yeah, it, it would just... Target doesn't hire anyone, though. It was demoralizing because it was like, man, I, I have all this resume and, like, I was a, you know, I was an equipment operator, I was journeyman status, and I, I had all that resume and I couldn't even get it. Like, it was just... Like a retail It was job. so demoralizing. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they were just, like, the dark um, window and I was just drinking a lot. And she's... So then April saw me, and when I when we first started becoming friends, I, um, yeah, I just I started to take a little bit better care of myself, um, and as our friendship started to develop more, like I, you know, uh, maybe maybe something triggered a little bit where I was like, huh, we we get along really well, and then right. uh, so I started to take better care of myself. I started um, exercising more. I'm eating better, and um, you know. I'm drinking a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to stop drinking completely. Um, uh, so I'm definitely taking better care of myself. And from there, it it happened. It just happened. And uh, here we are. Yeah, seriously, here <laughs> yeah. we are. Well, also in the military, what, you, what branch were you in? So I was in the Marines for eight years. Oof. And um, yeah, so I... I joined right after right after high school, so two, not even two weeks after I graduated from high school, I was. Oh really? Yeah, I was. I was gone. It jumped in. So I I grew up in the Bay Area, so I grew up in San Jose, California, and um, and I, I just I never liked that area, you know. I, oh really? I, I never really liked the area, and so that wasn't, and also like I wasn't good at school. Um. That like that was one of those things where I was like, man, I. I barely made it through high school. Right. So it was like, whew. The, oh, the, 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 that last week of senior year was kind of a nail biter. It was like, oh man, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm going to graduate. <laughs> yeah. You're so, like, can I pay someone yeah. to do my homework for me? Luckily, I, luckily I was able to squeeze by it and transition. And I was out. I, I rarely visit um, home. Right. Um, I just didn't enjoy being there. Um, so, then, so then it took me... Uh, I did my trainings and all that, and it took me down to San Diego. So oh. San Diego was really my home for um, for about 12, 13, 14 years. What? Yeah. So I stayed there for a you long time. You did all your training, and you just stayed in San Diego the whole time? Yeah. I, I was lucky to have uh, permanent units in San Diego, but we were... But, but we were always out. So it's like I was stationed there, but I was always elsewhere. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Um, I'm not I'm not complaining at all. You know, like, <laughs> I at least I got to go back to San Diego when, you know, trainings, deployments are, are finished. That's so. true. And at least you weren't stuck in the Bay Area. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, as long as I'm out of here, I mean, there's, really there's, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, be like, a lot of people like being in the Bay Area. It, just, it was just not the scene for me. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I, I made that switch, and uh, yeah, so that was, I would say I'm pretty lucky with my military time. Yeah, and being in one place, it kind of allows you to, like, set those bigger roots and kind of spread out, like, a little bit more, where you're not, like, having to bounce as much. Yeah, I, I, I was just lucky, because, like, there was multiple, there's multiple Marine Corps base down there, and I went from Camp Pendleton to the air station in the Marine Corps Air Station in Miramar, so, which is like 30 minutes apart. So, yeah, so, but then there was, I, I do regret turning down an order to go to Hawaii, though. Oh, really? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to go to Hawaii, but I, 
yeah, for some reason I, I, yeah, I was going to say, why'd like you that. turn that down? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I, I used to regret it a lot, but now I don't, you know, I don't, I don't look back on things. It just, it, you can't change anything, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I've heard people either go and they like love Hawaii or they're like, this is awful. I hate it. They get like, um, landlocked or like ocean locked. Like they don't like that. This, you know what I mean? It's definitely a slow paced lifestyle. Like it's really slow and it's, you know, you're, you're catching the, the Aloha vibes, you know, like it, this is not the place where you're, you know, constantly stressed on edge. And I think that was one of the things for me about the Bay Area. It's like the, you have this, it's the Silicon Valley, right? The Silicon Valley, you have all this tech technologies, engineers, and life was just so fast paced. And it, I don't know. It, Did you like the fast paced life? No, I hated it. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. And which is how I end up here in, in Washington, because even San Diego was starting to become a little too much for me. Oh. And, yeah. Well, especially being in the military, like you said, it's like 110 miles per hour at all times. Yeah. There's it, always something going on. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's just like the military itself. It's like the whole, um, your surrounding. And it, it was just too much. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so. sense. That definitely makes sense. You said you were, what was your position in the mili- in the Marines? Um, uh, I got out as a sergeant in the Marines. Um and my main my main job was a heavy equipment operator. Oh, so like tanks and stuff? Uh, no, not not so much tanks. More like construction equipment. So like, um, oh, cool. bulldozers, uh, you know, loaders, excavators, graders, that type of thing. So it was like, we a lot of construction equipments. Yeah, that's a good base knowledge to have. That can it, translate into a lot of things. I thought it would. Oh. But it didn't. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it, which is why I was so I was so shocked that I I. I had so much struggle in finding, finding a, a, a position else after the military. Right. Um, I mean, I think part of it was also like my procrastination and just lack of, um, lack of planning. So I, I, that was definitely my, my mistake right there. Right. So, but, um, but in a way, yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's still transition well, which is how, which is how I got my position here. Um, currently with the joint base Lewis McCord. Oh, what do you do there? Um, right now I manage, uh, so I lead a, a team of, um, contractors, operators, um, basically with, so, so we're, we're a, we're a component under range, range control. Oh. So, yeah. So it, it's pretty cool. Cause like we, we provide, so anytime a, a unit of soldiers, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't have to be soldiers, you know, any military unit that comes to, uh, JBLM, they do their trainings and, once they leave, my crew will go in and fix it. So we'll fix the training lands. Um, you know, we'll we'll fix the terrains, and it doesn't have to be after the training. Just like when a, when a tree is blocking the trails, or right. um, or you know, when when they're say an area that a unit has been planning to to train there is flooded, is rained out. We'll fix it, and then. So that more units can utilize that space. Right. So it's it's a really unique um, position that or or responsibility that we have because not only do we provide um, the training experience and the the terrains and landscape, we also have to comply with the environmental aspects of it. 
Yeah. And Washington State has is, has like one of the strictest. Um, yeah. So you know OSHA, Department of Agriculture, Agriculture, um, Fish and Wildlife, Forest, you know U.S. Forest Service. <laughs> those are all of our um, not partners, but we collaborate with a lot of those agencies. Right. So, um, so yeah, we can't just, there's a lot of regulations we have to follow. So, and then part of it is also re- rehabilitating the, uh, native plants and species. Really? Oh, yeah. Cool. So it's like you, so you once say once a unit's done, right. We can't just move some, push some soil around, flatten it out. Oh, it's like, okay. Next one's good. Right. No, we have to like rehab those space too. So we would, we would put down native seeds or we would actually like put down uh, plugs, plugs of like these little seedlings oh, really? uh, into those land, and then they would they would grow as like ground covers. Yeah, and we do that for to keep the native species um, in stock and you know uh, within the environment, and also to keep out keep out the noxious uh, noxious weeds. Right. So um, I'm sure you've seen like it. Around here, you see those yellow flowers. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Um, they're they're our number one enemy. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like those, those bushes, so those bushes with yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are called Scotch brooms. That's that's an, uh, the name of it. Um, the oh, yeah, Scotch brooms. Invasive. Yes. Yep. So they are Class B uh, noxious weeds and under the uh, Washington State Department of Agriculture. Uh huh. So those. Those plants makes it really hard for units to train, right? Because obviously you can't set up a tent when, right. when when they're taking over a whole field. Yeah, and they're kind of like uh, sticky, not sticky. Yeah, like, so you can't of, just like put something on top right. of them. Right. So then when you when you mow them, their roots are really thick. So if you fall on it, like it can puncture your through your skin. So yeah, so then that's something that we. Also, you know, that's that's also part of our job description. Just like we we have to clear those things. Like we grind it down and you know, apply herbicide and like you try to eradicate those species. Right. And While not hurting the native species too. That's probably like a little balancing act. Oh no, we just nuke the whole thing. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, there's no balancing. Here. Because the, it, it it because these these gosh ones are so strong and like it, it's hard to get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really hard to get rid of them. Um, they have these seed pods that are so so sturdy. When they f- so once the once the flowering is done, you know they they start to form the seeds, and when the seed hits the ground, they're so strong they can they can even survive through like prescribed burns, right? So you can burn through them, and if a seed can actually germinate even after 50 years. What? Yeah, so it, they're super strong. Public enemy number one. Yes. Did you see all those when you were coming in the neighborhood? You're like, ew, there they are. I, <laughs> I did. I was like, we're probably going to talk about these. <laughs> I got to bring these up. That so, whole field. I thought they're, I was like, those plants are so pretty. I and I was the same way. Look. I was the same way when I first got to Washington. I was like, oh, wow, like the yellow flowers, everything's like so, so beautiful. And then I started... Then I started my my role with with the joint base Lewis McCourt, and I was just like, oh no, this is like our number one enemy. You know? <laughs> so much evil in the beauty. <laughs> yeah, That's so, so funny. So yeah, we 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 cover a lot. It's a very unique uh, unique field that we're in. So that takes up a lot of my time. 
Yeah, that um, among like a lot. With, among amongst many other things. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was just gonna say those ranges. Um, I drove past a couple of them, and they're like really pretty, and they have like the trees kind of in the back and it's so funny because you can always tell what range has been used recently because some of right. the trees they just look stripped and yeah. you're like oh wow what are they doing over there it, and then you go past them and it's like all full and then we we deal with animals too you know like oh, really bears uh how, bears how do you so do you, do you say coyotes or coyotes coyote oh how do i say that i just saw a coyote a coyote you say coyote there's coyotes outside uh, yeah. i've always I'm always intrigued by, like, pe- people from different parts of the country. Yes. Yep. I'm from some, the Midwest. Some say coyotes. Some say... Uh, coyotes. Coyotes. I say wolves. I know that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My friends always be like, what did you say? A wolf in a, your roof? Yeah. What's, who's on the roof? Ruff. Ruff. Or roof. Roof or roof. Ruff. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, so we do a lot of animals, too. So it just... Uh, it's a really interesting, very rewarding position, Yeah, I was going to say, do you like, that, that'd be nice to, like, be outside all the time. You don't have to worry about being in, like, a, I mean, I'm sure there's, a, like, a duality where you, like, have some office time, but then you also outside, too. Yeah, so I, th- I think what I enjoy the most is, like, I get to kind of run away sometimes, you know, like, <laughs> when I don't feel like being in the office. Um, so I tend to put off on paperwork a little bit here, right? but, <laughs> but, like, it gives me opportunity to be in the nature and... There are some spaces on JBLM that's, you know, that has insane people. Like, insane people? Ha- that, like, that just ha- haven't had a lot of people go through. Right. Um, so you can really find some hidden, uh, you can really get deep into, like, the base. Yeah, there's yeah. so much land. There's even an area over here. Do you ever come over to this Yeah. So area? Uh, yeah, I actually had, I'm familiar with this area because, like. Oh, you are? N- just from like our our candles, we 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 had delivered to some of your neighbors too. Oh, cool! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we've been Sunwood here. Lakes. <laughs> I was like, all right, we've been here. Um, and then Spurgeon Creek, we also do a lot of um, a lot of work down there. Yep. Yeah, I love that. It well, I guess I shouldn't say that. One time I had a picnic over there. I was like, look how nice this is. Oh my gosh! I like drove, and then I was like, oh, I'll bring my husband here for his birthday. So I blindfolded him and um took him in the truck and we went out there whatever and i set up the blanket and all our food i take the blindfold off of him he's like we are not supposed to be here oh you were on the training oh man i was like um let's just eat the food quick and then we'll leave you're like you're not supposed to tell me that no i'm admitting (laughs) to a crime (laughs) no we get that all the time and that's the odd thing about lewis mccord it's like it's a open installation Oh. So we have, we do struggle with a lot of, we, we, we see illegal activities every time, really? every day, yeah, every day. People camping out on the, on the military installations. Really? Um, do you just tell them to leave? Yeah. We just say, like, you, you, gotta you, go. you gotta go. Like, you can't be here. This is, yeah, this is a, this is federal trespassing, you know. Yeah. Um, do you want a federal charge? Didn't think so. Yeah. A lot of things. And also, um, illegal dumpings trash all the time really yeah it's it's something that's really just unfortunate it's an ongoing battle because every every year jblm collects um collects over a hundred uh last year was 126 tons of trash tons yeah tons 
in, in, in the training area. So this is, and these are just roads that goes through, you know, the 510 goes through right. the base a little bit. And you, we see illegal dumpings all the time. And then what's unfortunate is that, so who's picking up these trash, right? Right. The soldiers are. Um, so soldiers are soldiers are picking up these trash right so every twice twice a year there's a there's cleanup weeks and soldiers gotta go they send you know all all these units and soldiers go pick up trash and it just like it gets to a point where it's like it's frustrating obviously because you know you should pe- like pe- pick up after yourself it's yeah not, it's not like something that's it's not like a rocket science right? oh yeah you see like and, a couch on the side of the road and it just like oh yeah all, you. all the time and then it's like and then just you know for me, for us to see it, just like, well, that's another. And then this is taking away time from these military personnel, right? Right. They didn't enlist to go pick up trash. Yeah. Right. That's a, yeah, they're not. So, yeah. so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it used to, it, I think I've gotten, I've calmed, calmed down about it a lot more, but <laughs> it, it used to just irritate me so much. It's like the, the troops are not. They're not stationed here to pick up trash. Right. That's not their job. Yeah, no. And it's just so out of control where, you know, that's that's the way it has to be. Right. Because they're supposed yeah. to clean up their ranges each time, correct? Ranges gets cleaned up, uh, correct. So, okay. it, I mean, just overall, you pick up after yourself. Yeah. That's not a... There's, <sighs> I, you can't hammer that any more clear and right. direct. So, that annoys me. It, it, it's unfortunate, but that's just... I'm annoyed. <laughs> that's just that's just how it is. Okay, so I want to play a little game. Let's do it. It's called Sway Suggest. Sway Suggest. So I'm going to give you like a circumstance, okay. and then you're going to give me like a scent candle uh, suggestion. Okay. Okay, perfect. So the first one is the perfect candle for a relaxing self-care night. A perfect candle for relaxing and self-care night. Um, I tend to go with something that's like a white sage and lavender um just the just the healing and the relaxation uh elements of a lavender and you know the the little bit of cleansing from white sage um eucalyptus is another good one something that's a little bit soothing but a little bit more vibrant um i like eucalyptus so yeah i would say relaxation i'll go with those um but I've also, so those are my suggestions. <laughs> You're like, um, but. <laughs> but I've also heard, I've also witnessed people that go with um, something more, more musky too. Oh. Something like a teak wood could, could also be, or, or like a Baltic amber could also be very mellow, soothing. Um, on the warmer side though. Right. Yeah. Right. I like musky smells. I used to do fragrance at Nordstrom. Those men, like yeah, Tom I, Ford fragrances. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd bathe in Tom Ford. I can't afford to bathe in Tom Ford, but when yeah, I, yeah. I'd be like, can you give me a sample? Like, give me a sample of this. I'd bring it home like, okay, okay, spouse, you smell like this now. <laughs> okay, perfect candle for a midday slump in the office. Midday slump in office. I was... So, I mean, again, eucalyptus is another one that could be a little pick me up. Um, I like something that's more uh, a little bit more pungent, like a peppermint. Uh, something like a peppermint that's a little bit more energizing. Um, green tea, lemongrass are also good too. Um, it just brings that 
brings that lively um, component to to the sense that that can get, definitely give you a little bit more energy. Um, yeah, because if you're if if you're smelling like you know something soft, floral like roses, lavender, that might kind of that might get you to like more slumped. <laughs> yeah, that might get you to like relax and instead of being more. Pro- if you're looking to be more <laughs> more productive. Yeah, that makes sense. I like another that one's idea. fur. The- Fur Douglas oh, really? fur is another good one. Um, it, if you if you go with a real more authentic and um, better crafted Douglas fir candle, it you get that hint of Christmas, but you also smell the fir tree. Right. Um, so versus like a lot of more 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 lower quality scents, it just kind of all smell like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, it's like more of like that undertone of it almost. Yeah. So there's oh, a cool. There's a more in depth um, fragrance to Douglas fir. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Off the top, it smells like Christmas, but then, yeah. But then you get more of that tree, really that the fir tree smell. Okay. Yeah. I think that's another one that's that could be a ni- nice pick me up. For yeah, sure. the lemongrass <laughs> one sounds really good. Lemongrass, <laughs> count me in. Um, the perfect candle for a man cave. A man cave. Um, so this is where I would go. Something more like a Cuban cigar. Uh, something like a like like the cedarwood tobacco. Oh yeah, right here that's burning. It's I in think the that's man a, cave. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are good ones. Um, the black crown fur. Did I bring one of those? Yeah. Yeah. So the black crown fur is another good one. That's ooh it, yeah. It, it's like a damp ocean wave, but and with mix mixed with a little bit of fir tree. So you kind of get um, the masculine, more of a masculine fragrance mixed with a little bit of fir trees and give it a, a, a really smooth and mellow. And that's uh, it. very inviting. Right. I can smell, now that you explained the tree concept yeah. to me, I smelled that one. I'm like, I can smell the tree in here. <laughs> that's funny. I like those musky smells. Yeah, so okay. man, okay, I will go with that one. Okay, perfect. So what about, it's a spring day and I just freshly cleaned my house. It's a spring day. Um, I guess this could also go hand to hand with uh, something more relaxation or like a, you can, you can also go with a pick me up option too. So um, again, lemongrass green tea is another good one because you're looking for more clean. Um, um, I would say something, something more on the citrus side too. So yeah, so um, like a blood orange. Uh, also, we ha- we have one that's uh, the Fiji coconut and uh, citrus agave is another. Um, the, Ooh, yeah, because yeah, because like the citrus um, component in 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 the citrus fragrances gives it more of a up uplifting type of type of aroma. So after a clean house, because you. I mean, everybody's got their own, you know, methods. Right, um, right. Yeah, so uh, I like the vibe. Which is why, which is why you see a lot of like cleaning products tend to go lean more citrus. Oh, I never yeah. thought of that. Why didn't I think of that? Like mop and glow, it's orange. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. The perfect candle nap time for a baby. Nap time for a baby. Um, this one gets a little bit uh, controversial. Ooh. Because I'm you've piqued my interest. <laughs> because a lot of so I will be very uh, selective with how I'm or what kind of candles I'm burning around, baby. Yeah. Um, 
depending on the, I feel we're, we're about to dissect this question. Um, depend, Go for it. Depending on the age, right? So for me, I, I have a newborn myself. Yes, so congratulations, I, by the thank way. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much. She's four months old, right? And before she was, I didn't, we, so we didn't burn any candles around her um, until she was at least uh, three months. Yeah. Um, you just, it's it's not even about like the, the whether it's toxic, whether it's not, it's just uh, too much, too much fragrance is not good. Yeah. Right. So we will, so for us, we wanted to avoid having too much fragrance around babies. So um, I would say, I would definitely recommend not using uh too much fragrance with with a baby um but anyway as, as the baby gets to like six 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 months or even like the the infant stage or toddler stage then right. then i think that's a more appropriate time to to use the candle um so yeah i i think that one kind of depends so maybe we can switch it to nap time for a four year or do four-year-olds take nap, nap time i don't for know ch- child development so <laughs> So you definitely don't want to leave a candle unattended. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's um, good. But to something more soothing, um, I would say lavender. Right is, back is, to the lavender. Oh, it, I do yeah. love lavender. Not lavender is a good one. Um, although some people really hate lavender. Really? Uh, I have come across quite a few customers that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Really? And I was like, oh, wow. Please don't gag at my candles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That I would say something more relaxing like lavender is will be will be a better fit. Perfect, we'll take it. Is it like um, I don't know if you know it? Is it like their respiratory sip system that you want to like stay away from the candles, or is it like an overstimulation of the sense, or like what's I think the... I think it's a little bit of both the overstimulation and also um, their their body is still developing right right um, before before four months they're their brain is not nothing. Well, nothing is fully, it's developed, fully developed. Right. So so it's a growing phase. And, um, for us, even though, even though we trust our, the the products we use, um, we still didn't want to put at, at the extra, uh, fragrance. Right. um, I mean, what are you doing? Like not burning around the child for six months. It's like, it's such a like no brainer. Yeah. So we, we definitely keep it out of the, the nursery, the fragrance out of the nursery, but if it's around the house, you know, bigger, bigger, uh, bigger spaces, right. then then you know we'll use we'll use something that's not. So, what was your inspiration for starting a candle company? Inspiration. So this was so Sway was started by a total accident. Obviously, I <laughs> I did not see this path at all. Um, so while April and I started after we started dating. Um, I knew she she liked candles. I mean, and also it's just like who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, so she and she would buy she would buy like these uh, candles on Etsy, right? And you know, thirty forty dollar candle. I was like, and me as as a you know just ordinary guy, I didn't understand <laughs> what the difference are. I was like, what well, you can get you can get five dollar candles at walmart or even like, like bath and body Works. go to bath and body works like three quick candles i don't know back then it was like 9.99 and so i i never i didn't really understand it but you know it was, it was it was whatever i don't i didn't question i didn't think too much about it and then um and one day i um i got i got some time off you know that's crazy i think it was memorial it was before memorial weekend oh my gosh yeah, what a perfect right timing now. yeah it was before memorial weekend and 
I, I has you know obviously I got some time off, so I'm like let me uh, let me try to go make some candles. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, uh, I, you know, I picked up some supplies, some Hobby Lobby, and um, I, I had no idea what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> like I just, I figured you like melt some wax, you know, add some oils in there, whisk it up, and pour it in a container that put a wick in it, and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tried that out, and um, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I, I watched like a quick five minute YouTube video. So um, and I did it. So I put it together. I was like, okay, um, looks a little odd, you know, didn't really quite look like. It didn't come out right? Um, no. It, so, you know how like candle surface is flat, right? Right. Flat all the way to the wick. So the, the one I made was like flat, but then it started to curve down as it gets closer to the wick. So it's kind of like flat and then it just curves down. So then a, a <laughs> a good amount of the wick was exposed. Ah, uh, if that makes sense. Yes, like, yeah, it's yeah. just like a hole, pretty much, <laughs> like around the wick. Yeah, and I was, I, I didn't, I didn't know like why. I was just like, well, I, I tried, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I figured you burn it, and it, everything just melts and fits, fits in an area. What was the first oil you used? <laughs> I had these essential oils laying around the house. Oh. And, <laughs> Don't I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think anything about ratio. I didn't think anything about temperatures. I was just like, you know, let me put some blood orange in there. Let me put some peppermint in there. Uh, let me throw some lavender in there too. You know how like the basic essential pack right. it has all those like it was like a variety. It comes in a four pack box. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do yeah. All of I was them. like, you know, let me throw a little something in there. So maybe it'll smell incredible. And then, um, so I made a few candles, and then we end up having, uh, yeah. So. We, we had a getaway in um, a little mountain retreat and I burn, we try to burn these candles and um, it backfired right away. So she started having, she started having trouble breathing. Oh, really? Yeah, she started having trouble breathing and then, which for me, that was super alarming because it was like, whoa, what's happening? Like, yeah. I had no idea, like, it just, I had no idea why that was happening. And so when she started having full breathing, it was like, whoa, like, okay, maybe let me put, probably put the candles out. And I, obviously we, we lit all four or five of them. At right? once? At once. <laughs> yeah. Off, like, just let them go. And as I mentioned, like the, the wick, most, most of the wick was exposed. Mm -hmm. So the flame was like six to eight inches high. Like it was like, yeah, it was like a tiki torch. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And you had like all of them, so it's just yeah, like. Yeah, so and we were staying in like a wood, uh, wooden tiny house. Oh. Yeah. Recipe for disaster. Yeah, so it was like. Does the story end with a call to the fire station? No, luckily no. <laughs> so we almost had to go. We almost had to leave, and to a point where I almost had to like take her to the hospital. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was not. That's very scary. Good. Yeah. That and, sounds so scary. Yeah, so we were we were dating at the time, so. You know, I was like, oh, oh man, no. I'm, I'm about to be friend zone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's never calling me again. I almost yeah. killed her. I was like, oh man, this is this is not good. It was only like a few months after we started dating too. So I was like, damn. Still in the preliminary trials so of then, it. So really that was the foundation of how I started looking into candles. I was like, man, what? I mean, I would, I, well, at first I was, well, obviously I'm embarrassed, right? I'm embarrassed about the whole thing. And right. it's like. I'm also intrigued and curious, like, why, like, I didn't know candles can do that. 
So I started looking into um, the ingredients. I started looking into how it's made. Um, and it got to a point where I was, all, all I was trying to do was like to redeem myself and make it again. Just try it again. Because so I was like, okay, I, I need to like do this again. So I tried it again and again and again. And uh, I started having friends that would ask for it. And obviously each time I'm making adjustments, I'm learning that, oh, the temperature matters. The pouring temperature matters. A temperature where you melt the wax, where you mix the oils, um, you know, your, your, it, how you're whisking the wax, the heat distributions, like Whoa. all that matters. It, all that can matter into making a candle. Because like if, wow. if your temperature is off by 10, 20 degrees, that has a direct impact on the outcome, the result of the candles. Oh and that's my not, gosh. So that's not even considering like different type of wax, right? There's so many different types of wax out there. Coconut wax, soy wax, paraffin wax, cocoa yeah. soy, cocoa paraffin, you know, like uh, apricot wax and different brands and um, where it's sourced, how it's made. So all of those things matter and makes a, a diff- big difference into the final product that you're making. So then it, it took it took me a, a probably, I, I want to say about a year to, to really get some things dialed in. And then uh, it just got to a point where people started asking, like I have friends and family started asking for uh, some candles. Right. I was like, okay, yeah, let me make some candles. And, uh, you know, I was just doing it for fun, giving it out. And it got to a point where I was like, what am I charging? Why am I not charging you guys? I was like, why don't I charge people and see if, see if people actually pay me for this? Oh, yeah. Um, so it, I started doing that and then more and more and more. And uh, six months later, we... Uh, we started sway. Dang. Yeah. So it all started because you're like embarrassed. So yeah. This I needed to redeem myself. Total accident. Did not see this career path. How'd you come up with the name sway? Um. So sway, sway just means. So I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. Okay. Perfect. Um. I like the name. I, there <laughs> the was a, ultimate source. Urban so Dictionary. There was a song. There, there's a song. Uh. Called sway. Um, By who? It's like Triple X Thursday and uh, someone, have to listen to it. someone else is on there. Um, I can't remember who. Oh, first one that comes up is Sway yeah, Lee. Yeah. Of course. It's, it's, so it's not, it's not Sway Lee. Because um. Sway is a cool name. I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw you was at um, the Oli Girl Brunchin one. And yeah. I was like, that's awesome. You're like in the little corner by that pool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that is a sweet setup in the name. Perfect. So it, it just means to be adventurous, be spontaneous, and to to sway is to to follow, right? Right. And my thought was like it means to follow through on something, something like things that you do, and that's what I'm doing. I'm following through on. I, so I, I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit. I know that about myself. Oh really? I've always wanted to do something. I just, but I just like, what do you do? Right. Right. So. So this was a perfect, perfect opportunity for me to capitalize on that and um, to also do good, right? To do good for, for people, to, for some for people to enjoy. And ultimately, it's a dedication for, for April, for, for my wife. <laughs> oh, we love that. We love yeah, it's, that. It's for, it's for her because, like, this is something that we, we built together. Yeah. yeah. You guys, because um, she wasn't at the event, was she? Um, she actually came out, I think, af- after, maybe after you had stopped by. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, she's you know, like this crazy lady just walked. She's up to me. <laughs> occupied with the little one. How has running your business been affected by not affected, but had an adjustment to having a baby now? It's so tough. It's, it's. I will say it's probably the. No, it's not probably. It is the most challenging thing I've had to do. Being a father. Um, being a father, a, a full time position with the the army, and a full time position you know full-time running a business yeah owner ceo Um, tough title to have and yeah and and being a dad right it's it's a balance and we're you know we we go through it just like we have our struggles just like everybody else um so it's it's been challenging but we're finding ways to make it work and trying different things and right (laughs) you just have to adjust and adapt with kids especially it's just like whatever yeah and being and being a dad changes you being a parent in general changes you you yeah it changes it definitely changed the way i think the way i see things and um it also in a way brings out a better version of me too Right, because you're accountable for more than just, like, yourself. For sure. I mean, a little bit your wife, too. But, like, now you have this child, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this baby. Yeah, and it's – it gives gives us a drive, too. Like, we're we're building something that's not only for us now. It's also for for her. Right. I mean, hopefully, you know, (laughs) hopefully our brand can live long for – for a long time and oh yeah and for her to something for for our daughter to 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 be a part of too right do you make all the your candles at your house like is that a process she's going to be able to kind of like learn yeah yeah so we um we got this all dialed in um (laughs) so we actually converted um when we first started it was in a one-bedroom apartment so we started and the apartment living room was looking like it looked like a warehouse yeah Whoa. there's no tv in the living room there's nothing and obviously this is before our daughter um, right so we had no tv we had like an office desk and there was just boxes everywhere and we're making candles in our kitchen um so that was how we started and then we grew more and more and more and then uh, once i accepted a position with jblm then that's that brought us here so so then then we started you know looking into uh, a bigger bigger home and um, and essentially we converted the the master bedroom which is a, luckily it was a decent size so we converted the master bedroom into a whole candle studio oh really yeah yeah you can make them in there too oh you probably just have like a little how do you melt the wax where do you get your wax well, so yeah yeah so yeah. so our so our company you know we we take pride on being sustainable being um you know, good locally, try to go to local and um, keep things clean, right? Right. Um, so we source majority. I I would say we we so we source all of our um, ingredients here in the United States, and most and um, uh, I would say above seventy five percent are sourced in uh, Washington State. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so like so, super close to home. Yeah. So we we try to just keep everything as close as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we get the ingredients here locally and we're, we com- we just use, like I said, we convert the whole master bedroom into, um, a candle studio. So, um, 
we have like these huge melters that are like we it, it's pretty tall it's I, I think it's made for like brewing beers or something um <laughs> i mean if it works it works yeah so um we're we're at we, we're at a pretty big scale where we can one full day we can make close to a thousand candles in one day yeah, yeah. one day <laughs> one day a thousand candles yeah. one day we can make close to a thousand i will say probably if we if i really push for it we can make a thousand but realistically probably around 800 900 that's still a yeah. lot it's, it's a good amount one time I tried to make candles, I made eight, and it took me like six hours, and I was miserable. I was like, this is, nope, I'm not doing this again. Some things, it's easier to just buy it. Like, you don't have, yes. like, I get this whole movement of, like, doing DIY and, and all that, but, like, some things, it's okay to just buy it. Yeah, I'm never making another It's kind of like making a, co- making a cocktail, right? Are you going to go buy ten little ingredients for... 10 different ingredients or 10 different bottles to make one drink and how often are you going to do that again yeah so uh, like yeah some things it's it, it's okay to, to yeah. buy Just, yeah it's so much easier yeah. i was like halfway through and i was like i'm never doing this <laughs> ever again so when i saw you i was like i gotta talk to that guy it's, because something it's a lot like, it is so much it's a lot and i'm and i'm learning every day still Right. It's it's, still a learning process. Oh, how do you pick your scents? Like, do you mix them? Do they come together? Because I noticed that there's like a duality in each one. There's like a pairing, almost like wine and cheese. How do you do that? So we, so we have multiple collections. Um, We have the clear jars. Uh, We have our essential collections, more, more scent specific. Those are easier in a way because it's targeting a certain scent. Right. Um, and then our the wellness collection with the amber jars is it really it's just me. It's just us mixing a lot of mixing different things that to see if it works. Right. Um, obviously, it, you know, it, it it's not a home run every time. Right. Right. <laughs> sometimes you sometimes we, we do or often most of the time we do get sense that are like, ooh, this is not it. <laughs> um, we'll have to give that one to my mother or something like that. We'll yeah. gift it to a family member. <laughs> so, and and we test our sense before it even gets to the wax. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So this is really just mixing different oils using uh, fragrance strips. So we'll test out different uh, different oils, combine them, and then let it kind of sit sit a little bit. And we'll give it a sniff. Right. To see if that works. Are there and any pairings that you've came up with where you're like, ooh, not the move? Um, <laughs> there's a lot. There's definitely a lot. You're like, um, I can't remember all of those. Yeah, I can't. There's, I will say the, the fun one is when you start mixing more, like you start mixing more and more. Like the culture collection is has a lot of different oil blends. Um, some even gets up to seven or eight different oils oh whoa right and then you also gotta take any take into account that like they're not all even ratio right so so we'll take something to when we're building a a scent where we're we have an idea of what we're looking for so we'll try maybe two or three put them together and, and then make our adjustments from there i said okay maybe a little bit more fruity and which is fascinating because like there's a, there's categories within, there's a, there's a categories within categories, right? Right. When you say fruity, okay, well, is it sweet? Is it tangy? Is it, it is it mellow? Is it more pungent? Is it sugary? Like, there's so much, 
element to it. So then it's like, okay, we'll, we'll take two or three and then we'll start building. Okay, this one needs a little bit more on the sweeter. Like, is it like, right, is it like the tart sweetness, like an apple, or is it like, is it like that um, luscious sweet, like a peach? And then you start, you start to, you, yeah. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. I didn't even think of like the subcultures almost. In For sure. Sense. Yeah. It, and it's fun. It's like, it's, it's really fun. Right. Um, to build things. Do you ever build one and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then April's like, that smells awful. Um, <laughs> I think, I think for the most part, we're, we're pretty much on, on the same page. Right. Um, she, she does have certain scents that she's not really about. Right. Um, and same for me. So she, her opinion gets voided and then yours gets voided on certain things. <laughs> it's like, well, you don't even like this to begin with. No, no, but 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 it's not about us. That's the thing. Like we don't focus on us. That's a good we point. Fo- we focus on what what you know the people want. Right. Yeah. What would you say is like your best seller? Well, you have different collections, right? Yeah, different collections. Which um, collection's been like your favorite to develop? I guess I just asked you two questions. Sorry. My favorite. I would say the the wellness. These amber jars are my favorite. These are my favorite too. Um, and this it also kind of shows the. Um, the evolution of our company because like when we started we started with metal tins the eight ounce tins we started with the tins we moved to the essentials which is the clear jars we moved to culture we which is the um with a little bit bigger jars with the color colorful labels okay i was gonna say um, the labels yeah, is what i remember yeah and then, and then and then we added some seasonal scents and really it, everything is just trial and error yeah um we and there's also a lot of things like we we've rebranded the uh, essentials with the clear charts that we've rebranded the culture collections already. Um, you know, now that we've been in been in business for a few years, I look we look back and it's like, ah, oh, that doesn't look that good anymore. You know? <laughs> so then we improve, improvise and really make it a better product. Right. Yeah. And it's just it's always just constantly, constantly improving and bringing out more so this collection i think has been my my favorite because it's gotten it's definitely gotten the more the most buzz like as soon as we launched the wellness collection it was yeah took off yeah we got picked up in with multiple wholesale wholesale deals congratulations yeah thank you that's awesome so right away multiple wholesale deals happened um we we stayed at the uh, salish lodge up by snoqualmie falls Yes, I know so, what you're talking about. Yeah, so we we stay there one night just for a quick getaway for us, and next morning we had a wholesale deal with with the lodge. With the lodge, yeah. How'd you make that happen? You're like, yeah. look at this amazing. At, I would say as as like as candle makers, we're we're always looking at other people's stuff too. You know? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So it's like, okay, what's what's here? What's there? You know. And what are they doing that works and doesn't work? Yeah. That's just being a smart entrepreneur, honestly. Yeah, we're, we're always looking at um, what how other people are doing things. And um, so it was just a simple, we, 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 we gave the resort a few candles and um, they're like, hey, let's... <laughs> let's marry. Let's get some more. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, so, yeah, no, so I was, I, yeah, this collection has been our favorite <laughs> yeah this is definitely my favorite too when i was smelling them at the uh medicine creek market they all smelled so good but there's almost like a magnetism to this collection yeah. that i at least felt i know each each person that's gonna interact with you is totally different but 
I was like, if all these are great, but like these ones on this table, it, like this is what I got to pick through. And we, we definitely noticed that, that attr- initial attraction right away. Cause like, um, one of the main, one of the main feedbacks that we get from people is like, oh, this is the bougie collection. <laughs> so a lot of people call it that. I was like, okay, well, and, and it's true because like as, as candle makers, as you know, having a candle candle business like we're we're focused on what the people are looking for right Right. it's not about us and um it's really fascinating because you can have a phenomenal scent you you can have a phenomenal scent in a candle and but if it doesn't match the customer's living room bedroom or office space then they're not going to get it right so not only does it have to smell good like it has to match the ambiance and the vibe of and the setting of where yeah. people's gonna place this candle, or the people that they're gifting it to, so all of that matters. And um, so for us, it's like we're we're looking, we're we're finding ways to to provide something that that could suit everyone. Right, because your product has to like successfully be integrated. Like when I got that wick trimmer, and I saw <laughs> you have the two, I was like, oh, this like matte black look is gonna look right. way better in my living room. You saw right. all that look, right. like that totally fits in. I immediately like yeah. went and put it on my tray, and it looks great. Like there's a certain while the the product itself is something of value, there's definitely something to say for the look of it. Like how you 100%. said we started here. Oh, how do you design your labels? Like, how do you decide the look of each collection? Is that, like, inspiration? Or you're just kind of like, oh, that, like, looks really great. I'm going to do that. Um, so it, that kind of goes hand-to-hand with creating content for for us, right? Um, it, it just practice. Just practice. That's all it is. Keep making them. Um, we, we use multiple softwares. We use Canva. We're on Canva a lot. Um, yeah, so it's the best. It just really just practice and, um, it just took time, put in, put in the time to, for the things, for the results that you're looking for. And there's right. really no shortcut to, to making these things. So, right. You have, kind of have to develop like a design on, that's something I've noticed too, is I'm not very good at, um, like design and marketing and like this stuff. No problem. But, you yeah. know, it's hard to come up with, like, uh, the look you want in the because th- the look that you develop is that first impression. That's what people are going to remember. I remember seeing you at the Oli Girls Brunchin and being, yeah. like, <laughs> that aesthetic of, like, the black and the white and, like, the masculine colors. And then you have, like, more of these, like, fun blue colors. Like, yeah. I remember, I'm seeing it in my head right now. Like, it, it was the greatest, you know? And it's, it makes, like, that lasting impression. That was such people an awesome event, you. too. Like, I... Yeah, it was great. Except I almost got hit by that heater with the wind. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was at Kaylee's stand, and I was, like, holding everything down, and then this heater just, like, falls right next to me. I'm like... Yeah, the, the weather did not <laughs> want us to win that day, but... No. But, like, the, the outcome was great, and definitely shout out to Stacy and uh, Bridget, too. Oh, yeah. Those it's, girls? Killing it. It was, it was a great event, and, man, like, providing education and all that. I had, I had a blast. The only thing that... The only thing that I regret was not getting some mimosas, and I got to the oysters too late. Damn. Oh, you did? I did. You should follow. I follow those guys on Instagram. Oh, definitely, yeah. Anytime that they're at Pints and Courts and Lacey, I'm like, I think I need a beer and some oysters. Let's <laughs> no, go. No, I've definitely got um, 
got got the contacts with those guys, and um, I keep in touch with uh, Ryan, the the owner of it. Oh, and yeah. um, I think we're both going to be in um, the Olympia Harbor Festival. Oh, um, when's that? Labor Day weekend. I think it's going to go from September two to four. Oh, whoa! It's yeah. like a weekend. So it's a whole weekend. Yeah, um, that whole that whole downtown Harbor area is going to be. It's gonna be packed. The whole like area. where the farmers market is. Um, no, where Olymp- where um, Olympia Oyster House. Oh, so yeah. So fr- basically, from Closer. there, from there, all the way to the end of the boardwalk, it's gonna be packed with performers, stages. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole shebang. Oh my gosh, I want to go. It's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. So we're uh, we're gonna be there uh, all three days. Um, there's gonna be, yeah, I think I think there's already over. Uh, over 40 50 vendors and then they're still looking to add more oh heck yeah i'm gonna rally up my girls yeah. and we're coming down <laughs> we'll get some drinks a and lot of we'll food, go shopping. a lot of just everything oh food i'm sold i'll be there <laughs> how did um covid affect having a small business i know that was not an easy time because you started your yeah um sway before covid correct so we started so fortunately we started sway before covid um, and I actually think for, for candle makers, I, or just folks in the aromatherapy, um, business, I actually think COVID somewhat benefited Really, the, uh, the, the craft, the craft and maker business. Oh, in um, what way? Because, because people are home all the time. You're home all the time. You got time for candles, <laughs> right? You got time. You got more time to burn candles and Overall, I think the one good thing out of COVID is that um, people are choosing or having the awareness of using better quality products. Right. Right. So people are looking, I don't know if you guys, we're home all the time, so we're, we're actually reading the labels. Um, right. So I see a lot more folks that are aware and choosing better products and understanding the fact that there is a difference between a $3 candle and a $24 candle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also COVID, I think, gave people the, like, reminder of how important their health 100%, is. 100%. Uh, same thing with, like, uh, another field I think has boomed during COVID is the crystals. Yes. A lot of people with crystals. Yeah. And now I see, you know, people having crystals at their home way more often than before. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. So, it's, like, boomed. So it, although it really impacted the hospitality businesses, right, um, which is you know, unfortunate, and but I, I do think there was some good that came out of COVID, um, and also um, we, we, I mean, we, we saw a lot of makers that came out came up during COVID, which is which is awesome because um, there was every I want to say every day we're seeing twenty thirty more candle makers on social media. What and 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 like. So a lot of people ask, like, "Oh man, you know, is that not good? Like, does that?" No, I we love it. Like, yeah. it's, it's great because it's it, that just means more and more people are choosing, at least willing to entertain the idea of using better products. Right. And as fast as we see the businesses come up, you know, now that we co- we've had a couple years of COVID, we're seeing businesses close down. Oof. Um. So it. It's not an easy, it's not an easy field. You really have to love, love what, what you're doing, what you're doing. Right. Right. So, um, but yeah, we, 
I tell people all the time, just so we we love it. I, I want to see more candle makers. Yeah, seriously. Especially I noticed one of your main values is like the self-care, self-love, sure. like really using it for aromatherapy. And I love that. We are like, oh, it's not in here anymore. An oil diffusing, like we are a scent a scent family. <laughs> and so when I brought your candle home, my husband was like, yeah, this is awesome. Right. There, because there's so much around uh, around the uh, uh, clean and pure aromatherapy, right? Um, clean ingredients, clean, you know, how, how can I, how can I be a company that produces, that, sh- that strives for a clean burning product and I'm using you know, and, and my, my agendas or my mission statements are not aligned. Right. Or it, it even goes to like, have like the props in, in my, in our market events. We use real plants. We don't have fake plants. It's like. Yeah, you had a snake plant. It's, it's all real. Like, you know, like, because like all that has to be aligned. Um, so there's, there's just so much more around it. And it's like one vision. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. No, I love that. Yeah, you had a snake plant. I love snake plants. I have one in my. It's not. It's dying. That's irrelevant. A snake plant that's dying. It's not dying, but it's not thriving. Like it just kind of like stops. So I don't know. I'm having new growth, but it all think, stops like at this height. I think maybe you're overwatering. I don't know, but but I I know maybe. you can take it to, um, Underhill Plants. And they'll fix it for me and help me. I'm pretty sure they they I'm have. I'm gonna go plants. to Underhill just. To I'm pretty sure they have services like that where they'll fix it for you. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, it's been a while since I I haven't been to the new location, but. Oh yeah, they do have a new location. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go there. They have like all the shelves and everything. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will take it there. Yeah, yeah. Something's going on with it. I got it like a year ago, and it like just doesn't grow, but it gets new growth. But they all like just stop. Right there. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what that I, I, is. I just roll with a snake, snake plant because it's like, they're also the easiest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like cannot kill them at all. Yeah, I noticed that right away. It's like in the little standing pot. I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I also saw that your candles are safe for pets. What makes them safe for pets? So the main reason we we say it's safe for pets is because the, um, the oils that we're using. Um, obviously, I think... Different wax has has something to do with um, the 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 results it's producing. But um, for me, the, for us, the main thing was it's we, we chose to use phthalate free oil, and phthalate is a component that uh, has is directly linked to lung cancers and diseases like that. So we we use all of our oils are phthalate free. Um, we take pride and just again all goes back to the whole. Um, a clean burning and a pure aromatherapy experience. So um, as clean as we can keep the products um, and it certainly doesn't require the, any cancer warning labels and and all that, which I've always thought was kind of odd. Like you'll come across some candles that, especially like in a department store that has like a CA product. Yeah, it's like a disclaimer. So I was like, huh. Ew. I just thought of that too. That's disgusting. Now I'm like, I need to find all the candles in the house and, and look like and see what, if what I labeled. what I tell what I tell people is like it, your home is your most sacred place, right? And burning a candle in your most sacred place, like that's especially a candle that's not um, that could harm 
that could be harmful to your health in in your most sacred place like that's and also just like i also come across a lot of a lot of customers that are like you know uh they'll burn candles and they have to open all the windows right burning candles for a few hours and you got to open all the windows and at that point it's like what's the point of even burning the candle yeah so the outside <laughs> can smell it yes yeah, so, so just choosing to use better things right yeah and you know cats are nine times more sensitive they're so they're there's their ability to smell is nine times more sensitive dogs are 60 times so whoa um yeah so all those things matter yeah um, i didn't know that I think the num- I think the number is actually a lot significantly higher. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I okay. know I know it's at least that. we won't quote. Yeah, there's definitely more. Yeah, yeah. So so then if so then if you're having some so if you're already kind of getting that uh, stuffy feeling from burning some a candle for too long, imagine the pets, right? Right, way more sensitive. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your um, customer's favorite uh, scent? Like your most popular scent? Uh, I don't... There's definitely... We definitely have more popular scents. So the black round fur is it's a popular one. The white birch and bucket fig is another one that's Ooh, yeah, that's very popular. That the apricot teakwood, Fiji coconut, and citrus agave. Though Those are really starting to take off too. Um but I, I say everyone has their own scent. Everyone has their own a fragrance that they're drawn to. And right. um, it's really fascinating because like one, you could absolutely love a one smell and it could smell complete opposite to me. Like yeah. I could, I could just hate it. So it's like, everyone's got that one or two fragrances that they're truly drawn to. Right. And it's my job to find it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's my job to find out what that is. Yeah, you're like it's quite literally. It's the same my way. Job. Same way how some people love lavender, and but then I've also come across people that absolutely hates it. That that wants that the smell makes them want to puke. It's just, how does that happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I don't know. And yeah, and I've also had like um, top selling candles like uh, uh, like like the white birch and bucket fig. Mm-hmm. That one does so well, and I've also once in a while I'll come across. I'll come across, uh, you know, customers at market events that are just like, oh, that's disgusting. Uh, yeah. You're like, okay, great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I don't take, I don't, we don't take offense to that. Just right. like, you know, it, this, the sense of smell is such an incredible thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you start your own uh, brand or company, you got to learn how to not take things like personally. Because there's going to be some people that like you could do. For sure. I, I always think of the saying like. You can't be someone's cup of tea if they only like coffee. For sure. And we it's funny you mention that because like we do see a lot of, um, not as much lately, but um, we had, we used to get a lot of criticism from um, a lot of bath and body work uh, fanatics. Like there, so there's, there, there are a lot of people out there that are like loyal to bath and body works. And we used to get like some harsh criticisms from from those folks so weird and, and it was like ouch like yeah like you're you know we, we were here we were here things like your candles doesn't even compare or things like that and it was just like wow like even if you feel that way why would you say that to me you're just rude and 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 it's all great you know like i we don't i think for me my my response is always like you know if, if you try out our products once 
I think you'll understand. Hmm. Um, so then, it, and it's true, we've, we've had a lot of, more than a lot of people that used to be all Bath and Body Works and that no longer goes that route. You like flipped them. Um, you converted them. <laughs> and like it, there's, and to, to like make things clear, there's absolutely nothing wrong with what can, what kind of candles you're burning, right? Right. Where, although we promote clean burning, we promote something that's a, a better, a, a, an alter- alternative choice that's better health wise. Um, I don't tell people how to use your, how to, how to build your aromatherapy. Right. If Bath and Body Works makes you happy, then by all means. Right. Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the products you use. If, if your favorite is Yankee Candles, go for it. Like. Burn them. <laughs> burn them. Like, as a matter of fact, you could probably get a lot more comparing prices if you get Yankee Candles. And that's all great. It's the thing for, for us. It's just like, we wanted to throw out that awareness. Right. Do what you will with that information. Right. But like, at least we want to put that, put that there. And there is a difference in, in, in candles because I was the same way. Candles, something that you smell good. You smell it. It smells good. You buy it, you burn it. And next one. Right. I, I didn't think anything about candles. Yeah. You're so young on April for our $40 Etsy candles. It, right. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, for this. 10 ounce candles, $40. Yeah. And because now I understand there is a difference. And for people that, people that have come across our candles that have smelled it and you can smell that difference. Oh yeah. (laughs) Easy, easy difference to notice. I think anyway, what's your, uh, what's coming up? Like what, what are you guys working on right now? Can you tell me? Oh man. Can you give Um, me like a scoop? (laughs) Definitely. I can definitely do that. Um, so Parenting has definitely taken up a lot, a lot <laughs> of our time, um, but we do have a lot of um, a lot of big things coming up. So um, we we have multiple market events coming up. Um, like I said, Labor Day weekend is is going to be a big one with the Olympia Harbor Festival. Um, we do we do also have um, Winter Fest with um, the Lacy Com- Lacy Commerce. That's going to be a huge event too. That's going to be on November twelfth here at the Lacey Community Center. Um, so multiple events that, you know, we, we, we post our events on our website and it, it kind of looks like we have a, we have a tour. <laughs> it's just so many different dates and this yeah. is where we're going to be at. So a lot of events coming up and we're continuing to update those. Um, and production wise, we're, we've been doing a lot of custom, custom private label candles. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Private label candles. So people can either choose, um, exist existing sense that we have and you know with the and select the, the the container that you would like and we'll build something for your brand or your store oh i didn't even know yeah you did so, we, that. so we've been we've been doing a lot of weddings um a lot of people like to like to do wedding uh wedding favors with little smaller size candles with right. their, their own labels on there so we've been doing a lot of uh, custom orders um we're working with a lot of uh, quite a few businesses here in Olympia to build candles for their brand. So it's definitely a, a, a cool thing that's that's coming up. Um, so you might you might start seeing a lot of some businesses that starts to launch candles. Um, so that's what we got that going on. And uh, we're also working on coming out with uh, like a build your own tea light uh, sample packs type of thing. So oh, cool. Because we we understand like it's it's hard. Buying candles 
buying fragrances over um, on a website is it's tough. It's challenging. Yeah. Right. Like words can only do so much to describe what that smells like. Right. Like the little description. <laughs> right. It's like I, we understand it's it's really hard. And it's like last thing you want to do is commit to like a $40, $50 candle. And it's not what you imagine. Yeah. So now you're stuck with a candle you, you didn't like. True. And feeling like you got robbed. And it's like, I understand because I, I've i had that feeling too. I've been robbed. Like, just like, okay, this candle sucks. <laughs> so so we're coming out with like, you know, like a build your own tea light sample pack type of thing where so you can smart. select the scents that you want to build together like a pack of 10 tea lights. Um, yeah. That way you can try out these tea lights. See if you like it. If it's a if if it's aligned with the fragrance is aligned with what you're looking for, um, before you commit to making the purchase. Right. So oh, that um, is such a good idea. So yeah, that's in the works, and also just um, we're looking to attend more um, events and partner up with more Olympia businesses to uh, to really spread awareness and uplift the whole the whole community yeah and you have a great product so like it needs to get out there <laughs> and that's great that you guys are expanding in that way too and what a great idea and you guys do shipping right 100 percent. so okay perfect. um a majority of our uh customers do uh go go through our website um soycandles.com you can find all events you can find uh any upcoming things and yeah um we, we do send out there's like reward programs that you can join where you can, you know, bring rack up points and, and all that. So it's, uh, it, we have a lot of ideas and vision, but it is taking a little bit of time for us to get there. Um, yeah. And you have a new baby. Come on. Yeah. That, yeah. That baby's taking out a little bit of time. Too, <laughs> yeah, so. Seriously. But, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's, it's getting, it's getting there. And your Instagram, what's your Instagram again? Instagram. Uh, the handle is just sway. J U S T S W A E. Um, just, just sway, you know, just sway. Yeah. Love it. So you have website, Instagram. Are you anywhere else? Uh, website, Instagram. We're on Facebook too. Okay, um, perfect. It, we're trying, we're on TikTok as well. Just sway on TikTok. Um, it's, it's, it's just two of us running, running our everything. So, um, like I said, a little bit more challenging <laughs> lately. Because, yeah, no, you're a small business. I mean, yeah, it, comes, so. it comes and it goes, you know. And with a new baby, it's like, you but, know. But it's all a blessing. It's all a blessing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Kids are the best. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so happy you're here, and I'm so excited. Everyone should know that I got the black coral and fir, sandalwood rose, and right now we're burning cedarwood tobacco. So good. I can't like, wait. Like, I can... I can it's already filled up this room pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like, I love it. I'm like, after you leave, I'm, I'm definitely putting it in my living room. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, this candle's going everywhere that I'm going. So excited. Thank you so much. Guarantee, guarantee. Until, until next time. Until next time. Yeah, until next time. <laughs>